My geez, what's good? I didn't even take a microphone out to get this out into the airwaves. I said, fuck all that. I'll do a voice memo. I'm laying in bed. I'm actually looking at the microphone. So truthfully, I could, in theorem, go over there, plug it in, and give you crisp, crisp sound. Not going to do that because whatever. But I have a snippet of Patreon for you this morning. Check it out. Easy to access. If $5 really is that much to you, the working man, women, children, whoever you are, whatever your consumption methodology is, if $5 is too much, you can call me, text me, email me, pigeon, drone, cock, whatever. You can reach out and you say, Graham, five bucks for Patreon, certainly too much. You can also, by the way, you can also pay $10 and you can also pay $20. And there are people that do that. Now, it's a small niche community of seven people. But regardless, I've got a good snip of you. I had the boy Dev on. Y'all know it's Dev Rab. He's been on a number of times. He's a dear friend, honestly, at this point. He's been around since the dawn of Tough to Say. He's been on probably like three or four times. I've been to two of his shows. He's kind of a jack of all trades, but truthfully, he's an artist. He is a man who can sing, rap, produce. He does a little bit of everything. And honestly, I came to him for advice because I'm thinking of recording an album myself. Gasp, what? Yes, I am. And there's more to come there. And you know what? You could probably learn a whole lot. You could learn a ton if you subscribe to Patreon. Hit the link in the bio if that's on Instagram, if that's on my Twitter. I'm sure it's other places. It might just be in the Ten Commandments. If you look in the superscript, in the footnotes, it might be there too. Look closely. Reach out to me. Say what's good. Join the family. It's all love. Enjoy this little 15-minute clip of the hour long. More of a conversation than an interview, I would say with Dev and I, and we will hit the normal Tough to Say feed on Monday as per usual. Love you. Also, shout out to Gabriel. Love you, buddy. Hee <laughs> hee. Phil, um, if you're going to spew, spew into this. Those who want respect, give it. When did you make that shift? When did you make a shift away from giving a fuck about what people's opinion of you is and instead work on the craft? Uh, I can answer that in two parts because I only recently was like, <clears throat> I'm not going to care what other people think. I'm just going to keep doing me. Like that was like a recent thing within like the last month or two that I was just like, I'm just going to like, but the number thing came a while ago when I was like, I hit my first like 50,000 or something. And to me that was like, um, I'm him. I'm, I'm that guy. <laughs> And then in the grand scheme, I looked at it and I looked at all the people that I was meeting and doing all these things. And they were like, yeah, we just hit our first million, our first three. I was like, I was like, okay. So like, yeah, 
levels. In the grand scheme of things, like I'm meeting all these cool people on the same stage and they're doing way more than me. And I'm like, okay, I want to just get to where they are. It's not like a, sure, this will validate me for like a brief second, but like I, you know, it. you have to put something out that just tops the last bit of art that you dropped. That's my, that's my metric I go by now. And before I get into any of my questions, of which I have a few, what's on the agenda these days for you? What are you working on? Music-wise? Of course. Or business-wise, whatever you're fucking working on. <laughs> business-wise, we're actually working on some, we're working on new merch. Uh, oh, sweet. I'm constantly thinking of new ideas, things that I could just drop and just get more people actively supporting the brand. But music-wise... Uh, I just dropped my last project, uh, last week of August. I got to perform that on the summer of revenge tour with big baby Gucci, which I saw, which was a time and a half for an event that was sold maybe 250 people in there. It was crazy. Um, I have another song dropping on my birthday next month. So that's going to be my first return after the project. A little, uh, it's a little bravado rap. That's what it is before I get into the moody R&B stuff. Sitting on the biggest collab I have, I'm, I've been sitting on for over a year. I don't know if, when it'll come out, but uh, I'm just trying to like, I'm trying to bust into new genres. Like Drake beat me to it with the fucking Honestly Nevermind album, but I wanted to, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to get into that, trying to work more into alternative, like pop, all that kind of, all these different genres that you wouldn't normally expect me in. I'm trying to go, to uncharted waters. First and foremost, I think it's extremely real when somebody asks you what you're up to business-wise and your first thought is to discuss merch. That's how you know you're a real motherfucker. That's how you know you're him because it's on the front part of your mind. And I, w I have long said for <laughs> not long said, for the duration of time that I've known you, which honestly has is becoming long, I think will become long eventually. We're we're coming up on a little over a year now, maybe two, maybe I think two. We're closer to two, we're closer to two. I think we're at two. We're at two, and I I'm interested to see how you evolve because I do see you, and you know, in the grand scheme of things, what the fuck do I know? But I do see you really excelling in niche areas like that of an alternative that of the ilk of an honestly never mind pop-esque house music-esque rap where you can really shine so when the time comes i will be there with open arms with arms wide open as they would say but now not to completely shift the spotlight to myself but this is my part of the podcast, so I will steal some thunder. I I don't know the first thing when it comes to making music at all. I don't know anything about it. I have a lot of assumptions. I have at least the ability, being a podcast producer, to understand how to jankily put things together in GarageBand. It's rough. It's like a sketchbook or a journal that I would eventually want to take to a producer and either see if what I think is good is ass or record it no matter what the case may be, say fuck it, and then have something in my back pocket so that I have a, a fun 
bit that I can always pull out and say, oh yeah, I just recorded my album and just laugh about it and have something to share. But let's start like base, base layer. Like when you're ideating on a track and you're writing and thinking of how I'm, I have so many questions. I'm going to, I'm going to get this in a, a nice consolidated way. Do you just write music on paper or on computer and then you bring that you bring those lyrics to a producer who then finds a beat for that song or do you find beats or find a song with inspiration right to that beat or song and then like how does this process work like how does this fucking work the process works there's no one certain way to do the process that's the that's the craziest part because I could have, I could be out one day without like friends doing whatever, and I could have an idea, and then I'll just quickly become the most dissociated person ever, hop in my notes app, <laughs> and I'll just start writing ideas away. And I'll just, you know, when I feel like I've not hit a creative wall, but I get my idea out, I'll table it, come back to it, and then I can reassess, okay, was this garbage? Was this a decent idea? Can we build on this? And it'll have like, each idea has its own vibe. Like sometimes I'll have an idea and I'll have an own, my own like how it should sound in my head, so then I could I can bring that to uh, my producers or engineers and be like, okay, I got this idea, let's build off of it, and then it'll become a different animal. But majority of the time, I can I'll get just packs on packs of beats, and I'll just have to sit down, sort through them in my email, and each beat is a song within itself you know that has its own story its own vibe because i can't hop on like a nardo wick type beat talking about being sad <laughs> and wearing moccasins you know like i can't do that <laughs> like it's just like it, each each beat will kind of give me a lane and then i could just hit the hole and run with it whatever I, whatever i can feel i can add to it through my own experiences so it can be it can be, it can be a mix of those two like i can I could hear something and then we could transform it into something completely different. So you're hearing a beat itself. You're doing the sorting on your own and then writing to it and then ultimately bringing it to who, who is also an artist in that of a producer and an engineer, a fucking unbelievable craft that I would love to see go down in person because I, I can't even fathom the extent of knowledge and the ability and skill to be able to put a track together in a way that some of the greats do. And even that of some of the aspirers that are learning how to do it. But let's say you, you're in the park, you're walking around, you're vibing, you're at the bar, whatever, wherever the fuck you are, you're at church, who knows where the fuck you are. And you have this disassociation moment. You have an idea, you're writing it down, you have it notched, you're ready to rumble, you know what's good, you reassess, you come back, you like what you see, you like what you hear, you understand the flow, you understand how you can get this into a microphone. What's the studio time look like? Like, I I know that you've been in the game long enough to have like, you have friends that will get you into the studio. But when you're in there, like, how do you operate? Like, what is that experience like? I like to operate... Uh... It's crazy because this process has evolved so much. And when I first got into a studio, I was like, yo, invite everyone that we know, even friends, bring everyone. I was like, because I thought it was just everything out of a movie that you saw. You bring everyone. Everyone's, you know, like 
turning up to like this. But this was back when I didn't even know how to make a song properly. And they're like, yo, this kid does not know how to rap. We have to get him out of here and like, don't tell him to come back until... Like first time I went to a studio to record, genuinely, I got kicked out because he was like, you have... the engineer was like, you have no idea what you're doing. Come back when you have something better. And I was terrified because I was like, I got embarrassed in front of all these people. It was, it was just a mortifying experience. And I came back next time. I was like, it's just me and you, me and the engineer. And I would, I started first just, you know, two hours, like for one song. I was like, all right, we're going to do this bottom to top, like work on everything. And then when we have more, we'll build more. And then that evolved into me buying, like I'll buy in bulk now. So I'll go, I'll get, I'll, the max I'll do in a studio now is six hours. So I'll go in there and through six hours, I can do anywhere from four to eight songs depending on if they're features if it's full songs all that and like i can i can i have enough i know my itinerary i guess for the trip to the studio what i want to work on what i want to get done and uh how long I, I have a rough idea about how long each thing should take me but you're a machine like that like you're in the studio and you can crank out like five songs if I have enough written down before and like if I have well if I like if I'm sitting here in my bedroom right now and like I I just wrote it like I wrote three and I'm like okay like these three are to me these are gems like I'm going in and I'm going to knock out all three and then I'll prioritize everything that comes after that unless someone's paying me to do something and then that takes top priority and I can bang that out first and then hop into the more important stuff but I, yeah, there are some days where I'll go in there and I'm walking out with like six files in my phone and I'm just blasting it on the way home. Dude, that's so cool. And you're in the booth, you're looking at an engineer on the other side and you have this Shaq and Kobe moment where you're producing something great, but are you going bar by bar? Are you going all the way through a song and then stitching it together like how does that process work like are you going i'm imagining you go in like multiple takes so it's called so what you're thinking of is called punching in and it's like so we basically just start where uh at the top and my engineer would be like all right what are we doing first like is it the verse or the hook and i'm like uh most of the time 90 percent of the time it's going to start with the hook and even if it doesn't stay there we don't like uh orchestrate it to keep it there where i'll start it leave it there and then I'll do my first run through of it. And then my engineer will be like, okay, like it sounds sounds good so far. Just like touch up these few areas and whatever. And then I'll do it probably two, three more times, four times. And then he'll be like, oh, okay, uh, you might be rushing this part. Let's just do like the first three lines and then we'll record the second three. And then we'll kind of work through it bit by bit if I'm rushing or if I'm if I can't get if I can't like get the timing down for certain things. Well, we can break it down to a point where I'm doing a line by line by line. But there are also times where I'm doing like, I can do an entire hook and we'll, do, we'll be okay with that. It just depends on how the tape comes out. Come one, come all. It's tough to say, y'all. 